take the straight long path yeah it is the shortest way to success people yeah. try all the hacks hmm. all the shortcuts but they actually longer yeah. so take the straight long path it's actually the shortcut to success he's made some killer liners and come today on the episode no he's yeah. like work extra hard so that we get more reels on him so that we can slow mo the camera on him and like you know put some motivational music in the background you're tuned into the alpha coach podcast if you think you know it all then you definitely don't know it at all i mean the pool of knowledge is infinite and there is so much to learn there is so much to understand as human beings we definitely cannot know everything at 100% capacity yeah. that is why we've got coaches mentors we've got people to help us guide us to take us through this journey ladies and gentlemen boys and girls my name is glen sulana i'm a radio host and a podcaster we've got ketan the founder ceo of alpha coach hello hey, glen how are you i'm, I'm good, good i'm good i'm good hota hai hota hai after a very long time when you come back this is what happens and <laughs> we've got vishnu uh, co-founder and chief product officer of alpha coach how are you doing i'm good glen how are you it's very good to have you boys on the show also speaking about alpha coach speaking about the big heavy jargon that we used in our previous episodes where we spoke about fitness where we spoke about health diet and all of these things you guys are the karta dharta everything of this particular application and you guys speak the language of fitness did you practice what you preached it was the month of december it was the holiday season we're just out of it we're in the new year have you started yeah so obviously december was full of parties uh, there were occasions there was christmas there was travel there was family so we did let her hair down a little bit of course i we traveled to two cities uh, came back uh, i probably put on a couple of kgs but that's part of life right i mean at the end of the day they are, i i call them happy kgs or happy calories that you sort of have mm-hmm. but yeah i mean it's been 3 weeks since we got back i'm already down 2 kgs i'm already focused on my weight and my uh, rather my journey and yeah back on track man completely interesting vishnu what about you same here quite i was pretty much on track through the through the new year phase uh when nothing changed much uh, when exercise has been in place uh nutrition uh, was quite okay during the new year time as well so i'm back on track i think vishnu probably just sat at home and meditated you know yeah. and said no i don't want to like party and go kawabanga on everything i'll just sit and chill i don't want to yeah, like i actually did not travel at all because <laughs> <laughs> he probably yeah, said i don't want to yeah, do the glen and yeah, ketan yeah, thing yeah, just yeah. let me just chill let me be myself yeah. <laughs> okay guys we were speaking about coaching and mentorship and i mentioned initially when we started uh, this episode especially we can't know everything all the time we can know some things at some point of time and uh the pool of knowledge is infinite i i grew up in the 90s late 2000s where uh, going to tuitions was a trend yeah after school mm-hmm. a obviously to study and more importantly to find your crush <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. but going to tuitions was interesting yeah it was an interesting concept where the tuition teacher mentored you taught you what you i mean obviously aap school mein to padh hi lete the mm-hmm. but this was more focus personal focus uh towards your academics like for example i used to go for a math tuition so i got more f- uh, attention for that particular subject So my idea of mentorship or coaching began with my tuition teacher. Yeah. What was it for you? Your first uh, mentor or coach? One of the most prolific figures in my life obviously was also my my dad. Right? Okay. I mean he had a um, truly great man. Uh he taught us obviously how to live, how to behave, but as all the like all parents in the 80s he was i mean fearful i mean i was <laughs> we were <laughs> really this thing of him right at the end of the day he taught us everything that we know but uh, and all the life lessons that one needs to sort of know about right. how to this thing how to treat other people a lot of things that he taught us so i think he was obviously my first official or unofficial mentor uh, in life really you know, i i mm. must say this uh, i know ketan for a few years and and uh, 
हैट्स ऑफ टू योर डैड क्यूस ही डिड रियली रियली वेल वेरी 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 वेल एंड बिलीव मी एंड आई सी दिस नॉट फॉर इफेक्ट बट आई नो हिम ऑन अ पर्सनल फ्रंट एंड प्रोफेशनल फ्रंट एंड कूडोस आई थिंक आई थैंक दैम एवरी डे आई थैंक हिम एंड Uh, Vishnu, for you, who was uh, your first coach or mentor? Like I said, my tuition teacher. For you, who was it? For me, it was again my parents were the first mentors, right? You know, uh, you know, uh, uh, from there we learned something or the other from everyone around, even from you and Ketan, right? Right, right. Pick up stuff, you know. Right. You know what I really liked? What you said was uh, the fact that uh, you can learn from everybody. You can pick up experiences from everybody yeah. and take the good, and they become your coaches. They become your mentors. Yeah, yeah. you know very honestly for me a coach is somebody who can see beyond a particular situation who can guide you who can mentor you who can show you the way who can tell you okay here's where you're stuck yeah let me let me carve uh, the pathway for you let me right. let me open the closed door for you let me tell you how you can unlock this door hmm. so vishnu uh, in terms of fitness per se yeah what is a coach now everybody knows a coach is somebody who will train you but i think coaches go beyond just training Yeah, absolutely. So um, uh, there's a difference from um, learning from your surroundings, like I said, and coaching in a professional right. setting, right? So when a trainee approach you for coaching, uh, they are uh, trying to make a change that they find it difficult to mm -hmm. make uh, in a normal circumstances. Let's assume a trainee is reaching out to you with a readiness to change of uh, four out of ten, and the job of the coach is basically to help him uh, move to eight out of ten in that readiness to change. uh that's where where coaching comes into picture right uh it it means uh helping the client leverage his existing skills to uh, you know reach there and then probably help him build new skills like from a fitness coaching perspective one of the common thing that we see with busy people who want to exercise is that they just don't find time to exercise yeah that's the most common thing i don't yeah. have time to exercise uh, and and uh, you know you can give a, a blanket solution you need to go hard do it kind of thing or you can see what skills they already have that we can leverage let's take ketan for an example uh, extremely good at managing time like he manages his uh, work calendar so well right now that's a skill and if he's saying that he can't manages uh, not finding enough time to train the first thing is you already have the skill why don't you block your time on your google calendar you know so then it's blocked for you that's a skill then it, then the client feels oh it's already i have a skill versus uh, trying to start new skills from day one ah. so this is where uh, i mean uh, good coaching is a bit complex it's not about uh, giving advice giving motivation or anything it's it's helping practical solutions uh, helping uh, clients or trainees uh, help themselves leveraging their own skills and helping them build new skills so that they can you know go beyond you know i can swear by this that ketan manages time so brilliantly that time asks him tips after how to manage <laughs> yeah, time yeah. like he's so brilliant with his framework yeah, yeah. and his blueprint like everything yeah. is like i'm like okay k so like, both yeah, from dil chata he, he is so both from dil chata like when I, when i want to call him up he's like oh in a meeting uh, 3 to 5 i'm like dude i'm your friend like what is in a meeting 3 to 5 i'm like bro like but that is brilliant because that's how you'll manage anything in life i mean yeah. at least if you're running a business and you yeah. know you've got so many things to fit in uh very interestingly put in terms of fitness yeah. um, uh, but in terms of life and in terms of business um uh, can you give us a little dope on yeah coaching so i'll just pick up from where vishnu sort of left off right so coaches have their prime goal 
is to help you and mentor you and elevate you right at the end of the day so they've they've already passed that particular path they've already been there done that the dark road they've crossed it yeah they've already been there done that they know how to navigate it it may not be the exact same path that you will take because it's always different yeah. but they've been on a similar path they've had their own trials their tribulations they've actually crossed those hurdles right so they know how to manage when things sort of come swinging your way right right um and therefore there is usually like if there are friends if there are colleagues or this thing that are trying to guide you along the way right there may be a sense of conflict a sense of whatever right jealousy anything that can creep up but in 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 the eyes of mentors there's never a, this neutral thing. then yeah, absolutely their only goal is to help you elevate their only this thing is there and they it this applies in everything like when tuition teachers they obviously didn't compete with you in with marks mm-hmm. my father didn't compete with me in how i did at school or anything in life yeah. uh the same with mentors who've been there already successful and that's why you need to choose people who've been there and done that rather than just anybody else who claims to yeah. be a mentor or a coach right that's the important part uh so that's that's the reason why coaches really help in you, anything you know very beautifully put a coach is somebody who will elevate your performance who will who will identify the good in you yeah. who will say okay this is this is this xyz person's true potential let's see how we can leverage this let's see how we can like a point he made was very right. interesting like instead of starting out on new skills first help the person already leverage what they have yeah. and then build on new yeah. skill sets and whatever so that the overall growth of the person uh you know is taken to a different level altogether i'll tell you something about my fitness coach my first fitness coach and uh, venancio this one's for you man i remember i didn't feel like working out and training the uh, uh that day and it was a very bad day at work and i was completely demotivated and i was almost in tears and i'm going to say this on on, on the chat and i remember how uh, we went into class with affirmations and i'd never heard affirmations prior to uh, that particular class mm. and we were doing uh, shoulder presses so every time we did a shoulder press we said an affirmation and we were three or four of us in class he still took that class and he went like tonight we lift our grief tonight we lift our sorrows tonight we lift our pains tonight we lift uh, everything that's putting us down and we landed up doing about 150 shoulder presses and after the class not only was i feeling great obviously because i'd managed to do 150 shoulder presses <laughs> but the fact that my spirit was uplifted i was a different person my energy my aura everything yeah. was different i was like how did this happen and i was and i think that is what a coach can do i mean yeah. people who go beyond just the normal situation and sometimes i think at every point of time we all need help ketan what's your take on this man um yeah i mean see what do what do coaches do for you right think about think about your think about a car right, right? and the engine it's a your car and the engine is your coach right now look at it uh, from a sports car sports car perspective right where is the engine it's at the back right. it's a rear driven sort of vehicle right uh, because you need all the strength all the energy all the speed to propel ahead ahead right? right all the power to propel right. ahead in a sedan which is a comfortable drive you need to navigate through city roads etc you need a front wheel drive because it is powerful yes but having said that it needs to navigate through smaller things uh imagine a 4x4 what does it need to do it needs to power all all wheels because you could be off roading and then some wheels may not even be touching the ground at that point so all wheels need to run and sometimes you need to, to be a minivan Mm. right at which point it needs to be safe stable you got kids Absolutely. in the back you got dogs whatever right so the engine will is what is where the placement of that engine or the way it delivers power to the car is what the coach does depending so that's what as in, in our yeah. in our terminology we call hyper personalization so it's built around how your life is how schedules how your like he said about me being able to block time at a certain hour yeah. i actually have a go time thing in the mornings 
for my training etc yeah. right uh, so it's it only works if it's built around you yeah. and your goals your limitations your you know access mm-hmm. to various things etc yeah. etc et right yeah. so, so that's so uh, are you telling me that uh, the alpha coach uh, app for example is a, which is your baby right uh, this hyper personalization does this happen over there like uh, obviously yeah. it has to yeah. in, in a certain way it has right? to it has to it has to can you give us a little more details about like how yeah, so uh, so here uh, uh, we follow something known as a client centric coaching that's okay. exactly what uh, ketan said so the two types of coaching this coach centric coaching and client centric coaching okay right? Uh, typically what you do is let's say uh, in a gym that you come across let's say i am a coach and mm-hmm. let's say i've gone through a transformation and you see that okay see which you have gone through a transformation i would also like to do right. this uh, you know i did uh, see your transformation yeah yeah and, i uh, did see your transformation yeah. so you say like okay, what what do i need to do huh. uh, then in a coach centric approach what i'll do is i'll try to throw some scientific jargons and tell you that okay you need to be on 1400 calories you need to walk 15000 steps a day you need to work out five times a week and be consistent at it you know i'll try to kind of give you answers readily right but nine out of 10 times it just does not work because i am you're right thank you for you. admitting this yeah. it doesn't work it's very difficult because people have different mindsets so how do you it's, so, it's impossible so, so in a in a client centric approach what we normally do is you know Well, it depends the answer is always it depends you know you you get to know uh, what is the context from where you are coming from why do you want to do a transformation in the first place what is going to change if you kind of transform right and what is your social support that you have at home you know uh, what is your readiness to change are you willing to put in that amount of work or how much time do you have all those things matter are you a vegetarian non vegetarian are you a vegan can you actually take out so much time in a week consistently for so much period of time right so many things come into play and then uh, we try to uh, let you answer where you could be in the next 4 years and how your life would transform we ask about uh, the five whys we always talk about why do you want to do what you want to do right right when you when we have a solid answer to that we'll build a program that fits into your lifestyle that you can follow that you cannot uh, follow let's say J Cutler's plan or Ronnie Coleman's plan and say that you won't look like that like but that a, generally say, happens right when yeah. i look at a, a a great body or if i look at somebody like yeah. a J Cutler or mm. a Ronnie Coleman for example mm. and the gods of bodybuilding yeah, okay. or i look at an actor and i say hey man i want that body because they've achieved it in the in the last 3 months yeah. or or say uh, yeah. Six months. Mm. I want that kind of body, but that's a little difficult it's, and that's over ambitious. I, I assume not, it, it depends. So depends. here's the thing, right? Uh, I mean, you you start lifting, you're not going to become Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. You start and you put in a startup, you're not going to be Elon Musk, right? Yeah. I mean, there are obviously odds to it. Yeah. Number of years they've devoted to it. Yeah. And uh, you know what circumstances they grew up in, right. studied in, yeah. worked in, everything, right? It's everything is it. it the entire life is molded by yeah. certain. events that happen throughout their life it's not yeah. like that one thing they did oh you know what he just started tesla and it became a hit right yeah. he's done so many things before right. that yeah. the thing about i mean just to come back to yeah. what vishnu said about coach centric versus client centric coach centric is okay you know what like he said 1400 calories drop it down get everything done it's sort of an ego massage for the coach at yeah. one level saying you know what i did it like this do it the same way yeah. right yeah. uh but the thing is that that will help you to probably drop some weight very quickly at the end of the day but you'll put on a lot of that back very quickly as well because you're driven by motivation you're driven by euphoria you're driven by the novelty factor and like i just want to lose so much in 12 weeks or 8 weeks or whatever mm-hmm. but to lose weight slowly to lose weight sustainably to lose weight over a long period of time and then maintain it that means you have built sustainable habits you have a better relationship with food 
you have been able to carry through yeah. and make this part of your lifestyle as people throw that word around yeah. all the time and that is the real win because fitness is not 12 weeks yeah. i keep saying that fitness for the next 40 50 years right you said a very interesting point right now okay you spoke about uh, driven by euphoria driven by motivation driven by that 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 zeal ki mujhe aaj kuch karna hai i want to transform yeah. well that's a good start but you're saying that won't take you ahead for a very long time Yeah because I remember you mentioned this in the previous episode yeah, also. Yeah I was about to bring out that yeah. example of jump starting your car yeah. in the morning on a winter in, on a wintry morning yeah. right mm-hmm. um, so you jump start your car on a wintry morning it's great to get it started yeah. but try doing that every day mm-hmm. right, or once a month to your car and your car engine battery everything is going to conk off right so right. that that motivation is just that you can start it off once you can do a 20 day challenge 40 day challenge whatever one time but then start doing it then you have to steadily increase the pace get keep it moving and keep it sustainability. going sustainability yeah it's all sustainability yeah. it's not a one time event yeah. business can't be like you know i'm going to start up a business today yeah. and do it yeah. i'm going to make that one 10 lakh investment in the stock market to get yeah. and that's for life yeah. you have to put there are yeah. sips yeah. there are ways to do it everything is based on that you can't study for one day for 24 hours and pass any competitive exam you have to yeah. study for months on end so it's the same yeah. thing i don't know yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you know this is getting very serious, guys. I, I, very, very serious conversation we're getting into. Let's, let's, let's break into a lighter note. What is the shittiest and the most fuck all advice you've ever heard or received? Okay, I, you know, I, I have taken a lot of, have not taken a lot of advices. You know, you've given advices. I, I, I've given a lot of shitty advice to people, but I have not taken many uh, good advices. Now I stopped giving advices so much. <laughs> <laughs> But what is the most shittiest advice you've given somebody? It's, So, like, like, well, when ten years back, I used to be kind of a ha, po- poster ha. boy for you know leaving the job and doing the stuff that I like doing, right? And, uh, right out of college, twenty two, twenty three, I worked for two years with an MNC. You I, must look into the camera and yeah. say this. Say this. You were the poster boy, admitted in front of camera. No, no. So, <laughs> so I left my job after two years working in a corporate, and then I moved to doing, came here, started working as a fitness coach, right. and uh, because it was immature and stupid, it's nothing else, right? It's not like following passion or anything like many people put it, right? Six. Well, you made the, it. I, you made, made it. Made six years down the line, it worked. It worked right. six years down the line, right? At that time, I used to advise people that you should also do it. I mean, what are you doing there, kind of thing? Right? Leave your job. I leave your job and go for it. And I think I have actually inspired a few people to do that. <laughs> If you're listening, you know, you know who, right? <laughs> so, so the so problem is uh, the you know, uh, I mean, you should be able to uh, weigh in uh, the responsibilities you have. towards people around you risk appetite uh, uh, risk appetite and you should be you should be not be delusional and uh, there's a certain age where you can take great risk and there's a certain age where you you should so many other people are dependent on you right. it should not be all about yourself and uh, delusional about what you can do mm. while taking risks uh, we see only success stories So, uh, Kedan and I were other days talking about this survivorship bias, right? You know, okay. We read it somewhere. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, somewhere. T- tell me something about it. Tell, uh, uh, let so, us know about what is this about. Uh, so Kedan so will be it, able to help. It, it's it, it's yeah. this. Yeah. It's like how you only hear about the lottery winner yeah. who won so much. Right. It's only about the startup successes right. who became unicorns. Right. Right. It's only the people who got into extremely good shape. Hmm. All hmm. the good workouts get posted. Yeah. Right. You know it. Uh, all the happy love stories get posted hmm. about. All the great moments. but you don't post and know about all the failures that people go through every single day right mm-hmm. that you know, somebody's going undergoing something in his marriage you don't want to post about it yeah. uh, if he's had a shitty workout that's not worth even yeah. talking about where he knows it's horrible he's not going to talk yeah. about it startup failures just die away into oblivion mm-hmm. and stuff like that so yeah. what he's talking about is that when we focus too much only on the successes 
you miss the 85-90% that actually don't make. And if you focus on what doesn't work, more or more often you would probably just make it, right? Because yeah. you know what to avoid, right? Yeah. And that that's again where coaches come because yeah. they know yeah. what hasn't worked. It's yeah. like it's like imagine, and I've said this again uh, prior, you know, in previous episodes, I keep saying this: it's a cheat code. You already know that there is a hurdle there. You know, at this time, people who've been there, done that in maybe slightly different circumstances are able to guide you on that, right? So if you, and they focus on the, or rather apart from just the survivorship bias, and they're able to give you that sort of knowledge and experience, so you don't learn it the hard way. And that's what a coach does then. Yeah. Exactly, that's what I said. So yeah. In coaching, when you work with so many people over a period right. of time, uh, you see patterns where why people fail. And you, uh, you know, when you're coaching 100 people, you may have five people who get am amazing results. Maybe 10 people. Um, so you can either focus on that and say that the other people it didn't work for them, kind of thing. Or if you look at why the other people fail, right. then you see patterns on, you know, where do people right. fail, right? right? And then we can solve for that. And that's where coaches do, right? right? You know, they will be able to anticipate things. You see patterns, right? Right. right. You know, because uh, they've experienced it, they've lived it. The patterns. So yeah. the patterns. You know, I've, I've seen three other people who are going through a similar. Uh, scenario that you are going through, I know we are going to stop. I need to push back or or, or, or push you a little further. further. Uh, you know, uh, that's where coaching comes in the picture. But if you really want to know why do we fail, go check out our first episode yeah. of the Alpha Coach Podcast. Very, yeah. very interesting conversation about why do we fail. Yeah. Uh, moving ahead, uh, we asked Vishnu about the most fuck all and shitty advice <laughs> he received. Coming to you, my man. What is the most shittiest advice you've ever received or heard of? You know, I, I knew you were going to ask me that. <laughs> that's how I was thinking about what it was. But yeah, it's uh, that there's one in particular that stands out apart uh. from all the advice that I've got uh. is about facing it till you make it or face it till you make it. Fake rather. it till you make fake it. it. Fake it. Oh, sorry. Fake it till you make it. What yeah. am I saying? Yeah. yeah. And, my, and my counter to that is face it till you make it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> see, see, I don't like yeah. being put on the spot. <laughs> yeah. So, so that's that, right? Yeah. It's, it's about those guys who uh, go to Dubai. They rent Lamborghinis. Yeah. They'll fly private jets, or they may they may rent a private jet just to take a photo inside it. Right. They will go and stand in front of somebody else. <laughs> the Instagram else's. millionaires. Yeah, Instagram yeah. trillionaires and millionaires yeah. and billionaires that you see all these handles on Instagram. Yeah. Right? right, and uh, and that fake it till you make it is something that I think completely ruins everything you know there are, there is there was a study about starbucks and how uh, these whether these are millennials or gen alphas or whatever is the latest gen z gen z gen z's and huh. whatever gen z's and now gen alphas or whatever that are wow. there where people are boomers are talking about gen z and alpha and am all I, that am i a boomer i don't okay. know tell okay. you should reveal your age don't do that no them. no I'm, I'm done doing that <laughs> yeah so so it's about that as to how people are going broke huh. just to keep up with that lifestyle like people earning of some amount of money, spending all that money just to be seen at a Starbucks, mm. just to be seen in the top reception. Yeah. yeah, but but that's what. But the thing is that they can't afford. They can't make rent. They yeah. can't make. Uh, they they're living on their credit cards. They are not being able to pay for general expenses. And they want to buy the kind of clothes that they would be perceived. Uh, to be to cool, be or cool to be in, yeah. They need to only buy the best new iPhones. Mm. They need to be seen in the top restaurants yeah. at the organic cafes and whatnot, and that's what typically happens now. Yeah. All these are good things. Mm. I'm not saying one shouldn't be going there, yeah. right? No offense to any brand, yeah. but the idea is that you should be able to afford a lifestyle and actually go there for the genuine like for it, 
rather than just trying to fake it till you make it yeah, yeah that, that again takes us to our first episode where we spoke about motivators having the right motivators why do you want yeah. us a particular yeah. thing yeah. is it because you want to prove a point to somebody or is it because you want it well, yeah. check out that episode man what callbacks we're having yeah. this is probably turning out to be a very chill session so huh? interesting thought on that uh, huh. uh, right so uh, i had a sneaker phase like i used to buy a lot of sneakers okay right? uh and one of my trainees who is like 60 plus uh, uh made it in his life right you know and i was training him at that time and he saw that i was wearing new sneakers is a new sneakers he said yeah uh, then then he told me that uh, and he has been noticing that i'm having many sneakers right you should make it a cool thing using the same sneakers for four years no that should be the cool thing getting new ones should not be the cool thing that's all he said I mean, it, okay. was, it was cool. I mean, you know, yeah. uh, think about it. And, uh, and there's another side of, uh, you know, uh, the impact of environment on buying all this stuff, right, uh, over and over again and not using stuff enough. And you have excellent sneakers. You can probably wear it for four years, right? You know, uh, but we keep but buying we keep and buying. Buying it, buying it, and nothing against it. Some people uh, feel happy about it getting, uh, I mean, that should be a motivator. Nothing against it. But, you know, uh, that should not be the... aim uh, or that should not be the only motivator yeah, to it's, do it's, stuff it's it's uh, it's about doing what you what makes you happy yeah, right some right. people invest in sneakers yeah. right there are yeah. sneaker heads yeah, is a term yeah. right shoe dog yeah, sneaker head yeah, all of these yeah. things some people like buying cars some people like traveling some mm. people like eating at great restaurants mm. they like their food right? they literally some people like managing time yeah <laughs> <laughs> not really i don't like but i end up doing it <laughs> being good at it and liking right, is different right, right, right. <laughs> he dissects everything yeah, man yeah. right <laughs> so the thing is that yeah. idea is that that should not lead to a downfall mm. and you know the yeah. lead right. to ruin right. is the right. simple thing you right. have to have some element mm. of mm. thought going into what you're doing and why it's very important yeah, to ask what you're doing why. i mean that thought is about asking yourself as to if nobody were to see me wearing this would yeah. i still want to buy it right. if nobody were to see me owning yeah. this particular yeah. watch or yeah. this car yeah. nobody in the world got yeah. to see it would i really die to this thing? Yeah. so that is your motivator yeah. if you can find yeah. and i'm not yeah. saying that i don't do it obviously yeah. everybody's human but you have to find that threshold you got to find that balance also yeah. you know how much yeah. you don't you know go in a threshold yeah. you know your level you know your capacity like you said yeah. risk appetite yeah. before we close this episode i'm going to dissect your uh, the alpha coach app a little bit over here because mm-hmm. we spoke about motivators we spoke about personalization hyper personalization yeah. dude using heavy jargon on a podcast and and you know i know you both are here we are talking about motivation and oh you have to do this you have to do that but hey man people's motivational levels their their ability to handle stress mm-hmm. they are their, their capacity to function in a particular situation is very very different everybody is different my mood is changing every time mm. at every given point of time i am facing a new challenge could be personal relationships work how are you guys going to manage all of that man through your uh, through it, your coaching how, is it, that that's very difficult it it it's again it's again so we can't manage everything for you right obviously uh, some personal things you keep you may keep personally you may share with your coach whatever but the thing is here's a, here's a simple fact right if the if it becomes intuitive for you if it's built around you right and it fits into your schedule it is something that you find doable at this point of time with a slow progression so you're not going to impose forward. it on me no 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 it's it's built in in consultation with you right yeah. the hyper personalization is all that it's not one thing that's personalized saying oh you know what you're this weight and therefore you eat so many calories or you have this gym access so therefore you go and do three day yeah. training four day training five day training you uh, you know okay you know you'd have to do hit 10000 steps a day mm. 
every aspect of it, whether it's nutrition, training, the habits that are given to you, the step goals that you're given, basic stuff like sleep, etc., need to hit a certain mark because that was good for you. Everything is hyper personalized, right? And I'll explain in a very, I mean, I hope the analogy is right, but think of this, right? You go with your family of six, say. Right, your parents there, your, uh, your your wife's there, your cousins, anybody. Right, six people go out to watch a movie. Right, right, and it's the interval. Great movie, everybody's excited. You want to go buy some food. Do you just go out there and get the same caramel popcorn for everyone? No, there's variety. Right? Do you go and get a chicken burger for everyone? No, no. different. You ask them what they yeah. want. Yeah, everyone's What's, taste is different. Everyone's taste is different. Everyone's taste or rather desire at that point is different. Correct. Like some days I may want to eat salted. Some day I might want a salted caramel mix. Right? Yeah. Some day I'm. Some people eat don't Jeez. eat cheese. Don't, yeah. don't, don't I, forget I don't cheese. Like, I feel very bad. Just I I don't like cheese, but okay, but I won't judge. You're cheesy, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Right. No, but the thing is that if if for something as uh, benign uh, and small and insignificant as a meal in an interval is hyper personalized by you for each individual family member, how can something as health be standard? Yeah. Right. How yeah. can you do it because another group is doing it? How yeah. can you do it because others are doing it? How can you do it because that coach just says this is the way to do it yeah. and sends you an Excel sheet? Wow. Uh, it's 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 it, yeah. it's beyond. Me and that's what I struggled with. I now I've done this, right? Okay. I did it for ten whole years. I tried doing all kinds of nonsense. Downloaded thirty online programs. All of them were cookie cutter or some level of mm. customization based as some formulae based my weight, age, whatever. Uh, but most of them really were that either oh it's carb cycling, oh you know what it's intermittent fasting, mm. oh this is a paleo diet, oh this is multiply your weight yeah, and yeah, put in yeah, a formula yeah. and you get your yeah, diet yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. All of those things do come out and and. Guess what happened? I may have lost weight, like the initial great motivation in the beginning, and then I put it all back on because I didn't build any discipline structure and didn't fit into my schedule. Wow, and my life. I love what you said, and I like how you wrap things around and spoke about the fact that you, the ultimate basis is sustainability. Yeah. Yeah. I can start off with you know with all the motivation in the world, but if I don't sustain those habits, if I don't build a certain lifestyle, we forget that fitness is about a lifestyle. It's mm. not about going from point A to point B. Yes, right. that's very interesting yeah. because uh, we spoke about this in our second episode, how to start and when to start. Right. Yeah. We said, okay, you right. can kickstart, it's great, but sustainability, building those habits. We all require help at mm. some point of time in our lives. You, me, I've had help. I'm yeah. sure you guys have had help too. Uh, life coaches, fitness coaches, anybody, anybody who has a certain a skill set uh, who can help us in the right path, in the right direction. It's just that you have to ask for help. Yeah. Yeah. Asking is so important. Ask for help and take that help to go from awe to awesome. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> how do I come up with all this? Like in a house, sometimes I wonder how I, awesome, I, awesome. I have so no good. clue. Yes. I have <laughs> no clue, my friend. <laughs> no, but, but also to add to that, I yeah. think one is obviously accepting you need help mm. is the first step. Asking for help, finding the right coach and asking for help and then emptying your cup because we all think we know too much. You start yeah. off with saying if you think you know it all, you don't know anything. So emptying your cup and opening up to that learning is I think the most important learning. Like yeah. even if you're a coach, like Vishnu yeah. has a coach. He's yeah. a coach. Yeah. He's been a coach for so many years but he has a coach who helps him. Right? So everybody has a coach and everybody needs a coach eventually. Yeah. On yeah. that note. Yeah. And, and, and huh. before you end it. Yes. <laughs> take the straight long path. Yeah. It is the shortest way to success. People yeah. try all the hacks, hmm. all the shortcuts, but they're actually longer. Yeah. So take the straight long path. It's actually the shortcut to success. Yeah. He's made some 
muscular liners and come today on the episode no he's yeah. like work extra hard so that we get more reels on him so that we can slow mo the camera on him and like you know put some motivational music in the background kahan se bhai matlab today has been absolutely epic and legend so before you say cheers with that glass empty it first and like i always say instead of being at the bar be with the bar Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, this is the Alpha Coach Podcast. My name is Glenn Kethan and Vishnu with us. We're signing off. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you.